a movie that takes a break from wacky twins shenanigans to suggest that a miniature golf tournament is a real thing and that it would have been aired by ESPN in 1988. And both of those might be right. Jamie? Yeah? Let's go watch Big Business. And welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. Here we are as we meet every two weeks to talk about a movie from the 1980s. And it's a good time. And usually it's a pretty great movie. Or we have a great time with the good movie. Anyway, it is myself, Jamie Lorello, and DP McCambridge here. Is there one of you? Is there two of you? Oh, How many of them knows? are you? Maybe it's me. Or maybe it's me talking with... No, wait. Hold on. Are you I'm Australian? Is that I your tried. Australian brother? <laughs> are you going to put shrimp on a bob, eh? <laughs> my God. We're both so terrible at accents. I love... I love... I how, don't... I yeah. really... Honestly, that was me attempting a southern accent. There for Can you do it one more second. time? Can you do it one more time? Actually, I want you to sprinkle it throughout. That was my biggest thing is, is nobody paying attention? Like, does nobody notice when their sister comes in and sits down and suddenly has a Southern accent? Like the accents, it was like people are accent blind in this movie. Like Fred Ward, Willard? No, Fred Ward. Ward, yeah. Was, I don't know, engaged to someone and he could not pick out the fact that she no longer had that accent. <laughs> well, maybe he thought she was in New York, so she was trying to, you know, Picked up sound on a little more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, I thought both the actresses did a good job of being. Uh, the yes. one Rose is very, um, like, sharp and very, you know. Oh, I, have a, I have a question. You do. Um, Already. Which one's Rose? <laughs> <laughs> So there's Rose and Sadie, right? Yeah. Sadie is the Bette Midler. Okay. And okay. Rose right, got is it. the... Yes. Because yeah. I... Listen, I like Lily Tomlin. Just had a huge conversation about how I spend time at a hotel with her. Right. Um, I didn't really pick up a huge difference between her two characters. No. Her two characters were kind of the same person. And... I thought Bette Midler did a much better job because I think one of her characters is, I guess, the villain of the movie. Yeah. So she was able to play two very different characters. And I think because Lily Tomlin's were both just kind of nice and one just happened to be Southern. I just didn't think that I'm not saying she did a bad job because maybe that's what she was supposed to do. Right. You're supposed to be confused by who is who after a while. I was never really sure which one of her we were dealing with. <laughs> I, I, could, I could half see that. I could half see that. I thought that her Southern, I felt like her, we're just jumping right in. I thought yeah. her uh, her Southern Rose was a little more like, um, like I said, just a little, a little harder. A little, like oh, the, no. the New York Rose was like petting dogs and flowy shirts yes. and scarves and very much more ditzy. Even when we first meet her, she's a little, she's always losing the shoulder pads and her, yeah. her dresses. 
and the Always southern petting rose dogs. a little more. When she walked up to that woman and crouched down and picked up her dog, I was like, no. <laughs> No, lady, yeah, you do not do that with someone with that's a stranger's dog. <laughs> sit on the ground and it's like, this is great. I'm just going to grab your dog and mush my and face. And snuggled, yeah, it. snuggled it up, right up, scooped it, snuggled it. Yeah, very <laughs> brave, very brave little little Lily Tomlin there. I will say, um, Fred Ward, kind of the unsung, amazing person in this movie. He was, I did not think he was going to be anything but a background character. And I think from the moment he showed up in New York, I was like, this guy's the star of this movie. <laughs> I want to know what, I want to see his New York adventures. And we get him. I like He it. is really leaning into this country fried Southern, whatever it is. And he's so good yeah. in this movie. He's great in this movie, I'm going to say. What about the actor that played the Italian guy? He was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kind of hot take you want me to have on that guy. I just was pushing it out there, okay. putting it out. Right. Don't worry. There may be Italian accents. Don't worry, everybody. I'm so excited to hear them. I'm so Italian excited. Italian accents, Southern accents, and uh, there's no New York accents in this. No, that, well, that would be. no, they don't really give you over New York accents. No, we never hear any of the cab drivers talk. No. Because that no. would be a New York accent. But this is big business. In case you didn't yeah. know, in case the... Lily Tomlin, Bette Midler. Now, here's my question to you, Jamie. You might have more knowledge on this. Because vaguely in my mind, was this a time where they tried to make Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin like the Walter Matthau, Jack Lemon? Like, did they do mm. multiple movies together? No. Or am I just imagining that this was no. a thing? No, I think you're imagining oh, really? this was this a is thing. It? Yeah. They do have oh. a nice chemistry together. Yeah. Yeah. I don't That's think why, so, though. Maybe it's because there were two of them in this movie that in my child brain, I was like, well, I guess they... They, they must have done, made a little movies. career out of this. No, right. I don't, I don't oh, think so. I thought they so. did. Okay. All right. This is research I could have easily done, but I thought I would just ask you the uh, expert on big business. <laughs> right. Well, because it is, it is, in case anyone doesn't know, it's my birthday pick. So uh-huh. for my birthday, I chose this movie because as a kid, I really enjoyed watching it. It was a favorite one of mine, so I um, okay. Yeah. So do you? I, I'm I'm always I curious about you know we talked about what my birthday pick would possibly be, mm-hmm. and then sometimes you know we just choose things that we I do it more than you have never seen but have heard. Yeah. It's crazy and dumb and funny and all that. Um, and I knew about your love for Natty Gan, of course. Yeah. This is something I knew nothing <laughs> about your interest or history with this movie and i'm always interested when someone my age we're basically the same age yeah saw a movie at this time that completely passed me by like i said i had seen the poster Mm -hmm. i'm sure i'd seen ads on tv if this had come on hbo i would have watched it so would you have i guess it just didn't never come on hbo and i'm wondering how how this got to you um Probably this was most of um, this must have been a movie that was my mom liked. My mom was okay. kind of a Bette Midler fan. My dad, I think, tolerated her. Um, it wasn't a, like a, a not to my mother. He tolerated Bette Midler. <laughs> it came out totally wrong. <laughs> but I was so maybe maybe she was the one that was like 
let's watch Big Business together. There was a couple other Bette Midler movies that I remember watching with her. Beaches, obviously. I feel uh -huh. like there was another one. Um, the one with her and, not Shelley Duvall, is it? Where they're, oh, I can't think of it, but it's an 80s movie. Um, and then well, I have another. They're hanging on a cliff? Yeah. Hanging on the side of it? Oh, yeah, I don't know what that is. But again, VHS cover that I've seen many times. Many times, right? Right? But then I don't, I, I just like this movie. I'd seen it a couple okay. of times. My sister and I, I, I think it was the sister thing. I, I was into those twinsy movies. Like I liked, what is it, Parent Trap or whatever, mm -hmm. where they, whatever, switch. And, and um, I, I, I like Bette Midler. I like Lily Tomlin. I like the okay. women like not power but it was it is interesting watching it now and seeing all now that we you know we've done all these different 80s movies and you see all the different dynamics of women in the workplace mm -hmm. in the 80s and what that looked like and it's this is refreshing sort of to see these powerful uh, women in the workplace you know even I will say this movie does a handful of things that I thought were really interesting and that I kind of didn't expect one thing is those gay guys who I did not know were gay for yeah. like the first hour. That was a reveal movie, for me watching it this like, time. Yeah. That's not played for an easy laugh. You no. know what I mean? Like you could have easily played that off as just can you imagine? Can you imagine two men dating or having sex? Like but they don't do that. No, they're like, very subtle, just, very natural. Yes, yeah. It's the yeah. most subtle like gay relationship ever and i was mm -hmm. like when was this movie made 88 i could not believe that they just didn't lean into that for cheap laughs and i i really appreciate it not that there's mm -hmm. not that there aren't laughs like when they see fred ward without his shirt they're just like standing there <laughs> staring at him i thought that was pretty great and when he's like oh you guys are gonna share a bed together you don't have to do that for me one of you can take the couch and the one guy kind of seems into it like <laughs> the but they one, really yeah. don't like it's not cheap laughs mm -mm. and mm -mm. i i thought that was really surprising yeah so, yeah very cool should we talk right, about let's it should just we get, get into yeah, this let's movie? get into it let's talk big business right oh, this movie that i'd never seen like i just i don't know sometimes this is strangely enough like I know why I had never seen a Smoky Mountain Christmas. That would not have been on my radar at all. But just the fact that I had never seen this was kind of surprising when I started to watch it. There was a part of me, and I know I told you last episode I had never seen it. Yeah. But even when I hit play, there was a part of me going, Maybe I'll a, recognize yeah. this yeah. at some point. Nope. Did you? Had you seen Twins? What's the? Isn't Twins the one with Danny DeVito? And oh yeah. Yeah. Now, did yep. it give you a vibe of like, oh, the female twins or? Not really. Because um, Bette Midler's more attractive than Danny DeVito. <laughs> well, and I guess that would make Lily Tomlin very brawny. Yes, yes. <laughs> Lily Tomlin is the Arnold of this couple. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's you really can't Oh, my God, compare. twins. We have to do twins Oh, we will. Point. We will. I'm my, sure of it. My favorite part of Twins is so early on when Arnold goes to visit Danny DeVito in jail and they have the little like phones and everything on the other side of the glass. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Arnold says, I'm your twin. And Danny DeVito's line of, yeah, when I sat down, I thought I was looking into a mirror <laughs> is great. 
All and right, his delivery. Okay. So, uh, so let's get into this because we do not, this movie is from 1988, but we don't start in 1988. Sometime in the 50s, I'm going to say. Yeah, that feels right. That feels right. Is. We see a, uh, a wealthy couple. Yeah. Driving through the wilderness. Countryside. It's not the wilderness. It's like country. (laughs) You make it sound like they're like Rambo. Did you expect all that Rambo product placement in this movie? (laughs) Pretty great with Seth Green, right? The shitty little kid Seth Green. When that kid popped out, I was like, look at this Seth Green wannabe. It was the Seth Green. They needed a redhead. Those got red hair. So does Seth. Yeah. Sorry, I see trees, I think wilderness. Okay. So they're going through the countryside, the the countryside of West Virginia. Right. And I'm confused. Do you even know where they where they're going, what they're doing? Is like they, he's talking about a beach house or a I know or he, he mentions he's taking her on some sort of pregnancy vacation. She says, <laughs> did you hear her say she's forty months pregnant? Forty months pregnant. <laughs> and they decide to go on vacation. And he's like, Well, your beach house will be and I'm like, Wait, you're in West Virginia. What beach you are you finding in West, West Virginia? Virginia. <laughs> Where are you traveling from? Where West Virginia gets you a lot closer to the beach because I assume they're going from New York City. Yeah. If this is a family business. Yeah. So we're already all over the place. But she goes into labor. Yeah. And I kind of thought we were going to have a, uh, a car birth. Oh, uh-uh. you were thinking that the, the yeah. limo driver was going to help with delivery? Yeah. I like when the limo reason, driver turns around and he's, he says something like, that baby's coming now. Yes. Let's get For it going. For some reason, my stupid brain doesn't understand what the movie poster shows, which is twins. And I was like, oh, a car birth, not switched <laughs> to the hospital. Right. So they stop off at this. I thought he was a gas station attendant. He's just working on his own car. Oh, yeah. Um, some let's just call him a hillbilly. I think that's fair. We can, yeah. Okay. <laughs> At first, in my notes, I kept writing "rich Bet Midler" and "poor Bet Midler," and after a while, I was like, "That sounds bad." I'll just call them city and country. That's Bette what Midler. I. That's how I define it: city rose and country rose. Yes, exactly. Yeah. City mouse and country mouse. Um, so they asked this guy like where the hospital is and the guy's like, well, the closest hospital is 40 miles unless you count the one that's three miles yeah. away. But when they get there, the one that's three miles away is like for members only. Right. It really is. It's like they, they don't have a Y membership yeah. so they can't use the facility. So, and it, it seems like that, like there's one doctor, there's one cross-eyed nurse, um, <laughs> there is juice and cookies. So there's that or piss and cookies. Also, it's disgusting because yeah. it should be milk and cookies, right? <laughs> Not apple juice and cookies. Apple juice that looks a lot like the urine sample a that lot she like collects. Because we yeah. see some guy and he's like, I took the tiniest piss you've ever seen in your life. Where do I put this? And of course, the nurse like serves it to patients with cookies. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a little backwards yeah. here. It does kind of look like a doctor's office, not a hospital. Yeah, um, it's not big. And they will not serve this guy. This guy comes in with his wife. And even the doctor's like, listen, I, I don't know. My hands are tied. Yeah. (laughs) We only serve people. I don't know if it's people from the community or people that work at this factory or something. Yeah, I think they're factory workers. Yeah. Okay. So this guy's like, 
oh, does the owner of the factory live over there? Because I'll be right back. So in order to have these children, this guy has purchased the factory. Yes, yes. And in the meantime, the hillbilly family that we saw, who are given directions. So kids, yeah, they right? did. They already had like four kids at the house. Right. They're coming in to have their child. Yeah. And now oh. both. Go ahead. It's already a whirlwind. Oh, yeah. We're already starting. We're right at it. Now, both the moms or both the women go through labor. Now, it's the 50s, so the dads are not in the they're in the waiting room, just right. waiting. Um, and the, the, the city, we'll call her the city mom, the rich mom, is definitely like, this is ah! And the, I like it. The country mom's just kind of doing like, no, I'm a little uncomfortable. Oh, there <laughs> yes. we go. It's a push. She's even like, is that a new lamp? Yeah. Is that, that lamp's new since last time, right, yeah. Doc? He's like, yeah. yeah, it totally is. One more push if we could just do this. But now unexpected was the twins. So he, the doctor delivers one. He delivers another. Uh, yeah. Or he delivers both of the women once. And then right. both we realize are. And the it's that's a lot of action for this tiny hospital. That's a lot yeah, of action have, for this cross-eyed patients. nurse. Right. And she, their babies, clearly when they're put in the cribs, even as babies, the one has, the Lily Tomlin baby has dark hair. <laughs> and yep. the Bette Mittler baby has light hair, but no one's going to note that. And babies are sent on the way. Now, the when talking about names, right, the poor dad yeah, over here. What is the, this bullshit? Like well, I mean, he's got, he's just, he's named, the poor dad's already named, or the hillbilly right. dad's named six kids already. He's probably run out of names. Yes. So. I do like, just very quickly, when the doctor comes out and he tells them, like, you both have twins and they're both girls. I love how this rich old man is like, oh my God, that's the greatest. And the hillbilly behind him is like, ah, shit. <laughs> I thought that was really, really great. Those two reactions. The rich guy, he's very jazzed about this. And he's yeah. got not the perfect names. He wants to name them after his aunts or something like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whatever. And their names are, because I forget the other one. I know Rose. Sadie. Rose and Sadie. Sadie and Rose. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. yes. And the hillbilly just has to be like walking by the room at the time. Is like... Those names sound great. Those are My great. wife is going to be very impressed with this. And she is. She's like, those are yes. lovely. Yeah, those are really good. Yeah, because she's probably like, you have not helped me name any of them. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly, you got two of them two are named names. after you because we couldn't. <laughs> was the best we could do. Um, yes. But yeah, the, now these. I, Go Have ahead. I ever told you? I mean, there's a chance that my children were born in a hillbilly hospital. Did I ever tell you, like, how what? TV and movies, like, warped my brain about having children and how, and, and maybe it's just the hospital I was at, how I went in yeah. and I was all ready to wear, like, a mask mm -hmm. and a something. Like the scrub up, yeah. yeah. I'm just standing there in a sweatshirt with nothing, like... <laughs> There's nothing. They don't make you wear any protective gear at all as the father. You're right there. And, and they're there just was like, nothing? I don't know, whatever, you're fine. Maybe you looked super clean. Are you, are you um, very know. sanitized it's... as a human being when you approach a hospital? Don't know how they could tell. I mean, I didn't set off any alarms when I walked okay. in. If they have like a well, dirt that's, I don't know. I've never been in that position before. I don't know. I thought they no. would make you... That's what I thought. TV and movies yeah. showed me that all the time. But I think real life does too, doesn't it? Are you I just do, like we're all three times? It's not like the first time they just like 
forgot you know, or it was forgot, a lax rule. Or maybe they right. changed their policies. Yeah. No. Well, were you All in the... there? I mean, I know you were in there, but were you yeah. up in there with the delivery or were you just like standing back in the room like, keep uh, it I going? Was, I was in the corner <laughs> facing the other direction. That's what I'm wondering. Like, how involved yeah. were you? I'm right there. I mean, I'm not delivering the baby. I'm like, you know, the doctor and I could have easily high-fived. Did you? Three no, girls. <laughs> no, I thought that was taking the sanitization <laughs> oh, I guess know, that's a true. little too far if I'm high-fiving his gloved hand. <laughs> well, <laughs> or her. Well, I don't remember who delivered her children. Well, that's really the birth that matters. And it, hope, yeah, right? anyway, I, I don't know. I always find that surprising. Hmm. And I've told that to people before. And never once did somebody go, oh, yeah, that was the same for me. Or I had to wear a mask. Like, so I don't know if it's rare or the rule. I don't know. I have no, I, I have no opinion on it. I don't know either. Right. I can't add to it or take away. Oh, another thing our listeners can help us with. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> if you had children, did I just go to a gross hospital? <laughs> Maybe, maybe. Uh, Is it knowledge uh, that you want to know? Maybe listeners should tell me and I could tell you at my discretion. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be like, you know what? I uh, didn't hear from anyone. Nobody. Uh, nobody knows. Nobody said anything. Yeah. So you must be in the clear. You must have clean, clean. Uh, on, a, on an unrelated note, uh, you probably shouldn't go to that hospital yeah. anymore. <laughs> By the way, that's not a hospital that you took your <laughs> wife to. Right. To have the babies delivered. So... Here's what happens as you as you refer to her oh. that cross-eyed nurse. Um, she's being pulled in so many directions at once that she can't remember where this baby is. Which baby to goes go. where? And they're in the bassinets right next to each other, so right. she misplaces. It's not like a room full of babies, as no. far as the eye could see. It's literally There's just a the red-haired baby yeah. and a brunette baby, <laughs> yeah. and so she puts the brunette baby with the red-haired baby, yeah. and then vice versa. So they are immediately switched at birth. There it happens, and you know that does happen in in rural hospitals. And I mean, I it does happen. This isn't based on a true story, but I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm sure. No, I'm sure it happens. Who knows how frequently it happens, but I'm sure it happened way more in the 50s than now. Yeah, right. Although they did once (laughs) in the hospital, they gave, I forget if it was me or Carla, uh, you know how they give you those little bracelets with your names on them? Yeah. They gave her somebody else's name. Oh, what? Are you sure you're at it's real the hospital? hospital. <laughs> I'm, you know what? I'm putting the pieces together now <laughs> as we talk. Something this is, not is a good place. shady about where you go to have your babies. I'm just saying. Yeah. Something doesn't, something doesn't sniff out right. How about the fact that this hillbilly guy comes in with. I'm going to say something carved out of wood that slightly resembles a duck. <laughs> the go, oh, yeah, the duck carving. <laughs> and when she's like, he's like, what do you want to name it? He's like, it's just a duck. It's just a duck. <laughs> yeah, she duck? picks that thing up and is like, this is your best one. I'm like, oh, God, really? That's his best one? <laughs> That's so shameful. Uh, all right, so now, hey, guess what? Let's flash forward to 1988, present day. Here we are. Where, uh, Two of these sisters, Mm -hmm. twins, I don't, it's going to get so confusing, uh, work at a company called Moramax. Yep, Moramax, Moramax. It's really just like, what's a word that means 
a lot. Yeah, excessive. <laughs> that's that's the most. And then we meet Bette Midler's character, yes, City, City, exactly. uh, City Sadie, and she is the Moramax image. She's got a huge hat. She's got huge... She's all this, like, insane... Um, Bossy boss woman. Bossy boss yeah, woman. She right? comes off the elevator aggressive. Yes. And all everybody at work is like, Sadie, she's here. She's here. Oh, no. Yeah. Sadie's here. Yeah. Yeah. Which seems like an odd thing. You assume she comes in every day to work. But maybe they, maybe they just really cherish their hour. Maybe sometimes it turns into an hour and a half where they're not being Before yelled at. Before she's in the office. So yeah. they really just let each other know. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rich Bed Midler is very mean to all of her appointments, yeah. or sorry, all of her employees. Yeah, she's not nice. Uh, one of which is the head vampire from The Lost Boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he seems to be, like, not second in command, because I guess Lily Tomlin is second in command, but he's important. Mm-hmm. He and, and the blonde guy, who we find out they're lovers later, um, they seem to be, like, just a rung below them. Yeah, they're pretty up there in the company. But these two girls own the company. It must have belonged to their dad before. But yes. yeah, these guys Mr. are... Mr. Yeah. Rich Lily Tomlin shows up, but she's very different than Rich Bed Midler. Bed Midler seems to have been, I'm going to say, born for this job and lifestyle. Well, again, a lot like the mother. We met the mother who was mm-hmm. a little more, you know, we'll say snobbish, you know, a little more cityish, a little more uppity. Exactly. And yes. so Bet definitely re- resembles, City Rose resembles her. And, um, and Lily or City more of Sadie. like, she's into animals. She rescued a dog outside. Yeah, she which... comes to work with a dog she found at the, but interestingly enough, she names the dog Duke. And later we find out that Country Rose's dog is also named Duke. Yes, uh, she does think that she murdered this dog in the elevator for a moment. Oh, yeah, when it goes up the elevator. Caught in the elevator. Yes. Um, But she's also like a klutz, and she's very apologetic. She's clearly not as mean. No, when the everyone is, every all the employees kind of almost feel bad for her when she comes in. Like, oh, Rose, hi, you're a hot mess all the time. And she kind of is. Wouldn't you just be so happy for Rose? Wouldn't you be like, Rose, I'm so glad you're here and own maybe half of this company. Yeah. Whatever. I talked about some things that this movie does well, and we'll get into those. Mm -hmm. Here's one thing that this movie does not do well, and I don't know. I might be alone here. What they put these women in, meaning attire, for this movie is terrible. Oh, I find I, I thought it's fun. Oh, I hate the fact that they are because I think it limits their physical comedy. Like, oh, I want to watch Bette Midler run. She can't run. She's either in skirts that are super tight or they're in heels all the time. They're always mm-hmm. in dresses. And the best they do is when they're in the bathroom freaking out. And I think that's great. But I just don't like how they. They don't kind of restricted in, like, in there. Pants suits or something where they can like move around. And I don't know. It just bothers me how they're in heels all the time. And I'm like, this is really, I think this movie could be crazier if they were allowed to move more. Well, this country Sadie does put on some walking shoes when she does her little city tour. Oh, sure. She yes, buys those. Yeah. But yeah, I, I see I, I see what you're saying with the physical mm-hmm. limitations there. But I liked... Um, I liked the outfits, especially that the city Bette Mittler wore, um, because they were so flamboyant. And yeah, oh, I guess yeah, yeah. they restricted her some or pushed things around and made angles and kept things. But I, I, 
I thought they were fun for her. And I liked how country Sadie's, she had like the, like she definitely had a secondhand version of that look. Um, right, right, exactly. Yes. So I, I thought that, that that worked. And the other two, similar. I thought um, maybe it's because you were so used to the flowy comforts of the pants and dresses that uh, Sally Field was wearing in that uh, That's awful a, puppet show. You're reading my mind. But, <laughs> but, um, you put Fred Ward in a comfy sweater? <laughs> You want to see him for days. No, but, yeah. but okay. I, if that's a yeah, flaw just, you see, I, I understand it, but I like the thing. fashion in it. I that thought was, it was the only fun. thing where I was like, if this was a movie about twins that were men, they would be, they wouldn't Jim wear any dresses. The hell out of this thing. And they'd be running all over the place and stumbling and falling and just doing more of that physical stuff. And I know, I know these two can do it. You know, we we watched what Lily Tomlin could do if she's able to run around and isn't in, you know, a dress the whole time. I, I'm And I'm not saying that's like a terrible thing with this movie, but it's something that kind of got to me. Like by the time there's a lot happening at once, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, they're still walking around in heels and like taking tiny steps everywhere. Oh, okay. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I do like, and, and this is all to bring up the fact that I love when we first meet City Bet Midler. She has the giant lizard brooch on. Oh. It's enormous. And she's wearing what appears to be like a white cape. Yeah. That giant hat. Yeah. yeah. So now there's a lot of things that surprise me about this movie. One thing that I did not expect to see and then disappear for the entirety of the movie is Michael Gross oh, who he, appears to be shooting his scenes like from away a from everyone else yeah. set. maybe he was on family ties set and they <laughs> yes. just could do what he could do um, it really does look like he was on family ties set and they were like can you come over to the saint elsewhere set we just want to shoot <laughs> you talking on the phone in what appears to be a hospital well because he plays so i like too how this movie um because they're older women right and they're both yeah. well at some point rich bet Miller must have had she has a son, Seth Green, or whatever. But they kind of talk about menopause because uh, Rose goes in Sadie's office and that she's late for a meeting. She seems like she's always late. Again, we said she's flighty. And she's having just all these meltdowny issues. And she says, like, it's my hormo- hormones. And I'm just, I'm, I, I think they even make a joke, like, are you pausy or many or something yeah. like that. Um, Michael, Gro- Michael Gross, right? That's his name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is uh, Lily Tomlin's boyfriend that yes. they allegedly broke up. And this is interesting when, like you were saying, how they don't know the difference between accents. Well, Bette Mittler answers the phone, and it's him, and he talks to her like it's Lily Tomlin and says, like, oh, I just I don't want to commit to you because I don't, like, I can't imagine spending all my Christmases with your annoying sister. She's the worst. Yes. I, I, I don't know what the deal is with Michael Gross's scenes in this movie, and I don't know if it was a big joke that somebody decided to edit this stuff out of order or whatever, but if you notice later on when he really decides, like, you know what? I think I'm totally into Lily Tomlin. It's because he watches Bette Midler sing a yodeling song oh, yeah. to Calypso music. Yeah. And it's like, what does one thing have to do well, with the other? Well, because that's what makes him think the big thing that he can't commit to, I guess, part of their big argument 
the night before why Rose is so upset at work is because he can't commit to her because he can't commit to her family and the family she is she's obviously very close to her sister they're close sisters sure. they work and together. they're business they partners right question mark somewhere they do share hotel rooms so there's that but um which isn't they're just yeah, sweet I, so um but i just i just found that scene hilarious when he's like wow she can sing calypso music i'm totally in love yeah with i'm just gonna call her back and we're gonna make it up again it's all good it was so weird and i just love the fact that i was like oh great michael gross and then when he showed up later i, I thought to myself oh yeah he is in this movie and then again gone for gone. a very long time yeah. until the very end mm-hmm. it really is i would I would love to know how much he got paid to just show up for three scenes. That's what's happening with her personal life. Um, we find out that uh, City Bet Midler was married before. Mm-hmm. Some guy shows up looking like Don Johnson, kind of. Like he's got the jeans with the sport coat and the sleeves are pushed up mm-hmm. above his elbows. And she has a shitty kid, Seth Green, who's running around shooting a toy gun. Uh and the dad, I love how the dad's upset that his kid has a wad of cash that she gave him because she gives him $100 for every C. Yeah. Even Jamie, for the do you know bed. how rich I would have been as a kid <laughs> if my parents gave me $100 for every C for I got? For your C's, dude. Yes. Yeah. Now, this is upsetting to the dad. He doesn't feel like it's a great way to raise the kid. And the kid's right. obviously a brat. And the mom doesn't care. She kind of pays out him off for his love. So mm-hmm. that's her issue, I guess you could right. say, is, you know, she's this powerful woman, but she's raising a brat. And yeah, um, neither of their social lives are all that good. Mm-mm. But the company's doing great. So there's the that. The company's <laughs> doing great, except for one part of the company, a little tiny factory they own down in West Virginia called Hollow Made, right? I think so. And Jupiter yeah. Hollow is the oh, name oh, of the Jupiter, town. Yeah, Jupiter, yeah. Is Jupiter Hollow? Okay. Well, yeah, I guess Hollow Made. Yeah. Jupiter Hollow. That sounds like the greatest place to live. <laughs> Later on, when Fred Ward is... When he's waxing poetic about it, like it's what God woke up and thought. And, and the vampire from the Lost Boys is like... That sounds like the greatest place ever. <laughs> it's so awesome. But they want to offload this company for plot reasons. And so what they're going to do is they're going to sell this company. I, I think it's important to, to sort of explain the basic plot here. They're going to sell this company to some Italian businessman Mm -hmm. and then this italian businessman this is revealed later but we can talk about it now is going to shut it down his plan is to shut it down and to strip mine the town yeah so that's it so they have these shareholders and everybody is on board with them getting rid of this company well, and it's really City Bet Mittler's big push is this is right. this company's got to go. Their company, Moramax, does have a tarnished reputation from some Santa incident that had happened. Three hundred Santas? What kind of Santa factory do they own? I don't know. I don't know. But they were all fired around Christmas or some miserable that story. Was, Very sad. That but they're was ruthless. crazy. Bet Mittler's choices can be ruthless, and her, her, you know, they follow along because she's. Yeah, because I feel kind of bad because I didn't listen to the entire story, and my ears perked up when they said they put three hundred Santas <laughs> like, Wait, out of business yeah. at the holiday, like the time you would need Santas is the time they went. 
said, I guess this 24 hours a day, 365 days a week Santa thing isn't working out. Get we should out cut here. it right before yeah. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. I found that funny. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's the whole like 80s, big, ruthless, faceless, evil corporation thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're having a meeting and everything. I thought at one point Lily Tomlin was knitting during the meeting, but she's not. They don't make her city Lily Tomlin. No, but this is yet. when she's eating the muffin and the right. muffin and gets stuck in her, in, her in her teeth. Yeah. 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 And again, at the meeting, this is a, a, a gag that happens a couple of times. We mentioned to Lily Tomlin where the shoulder pad and her shoulder yep. and her falls out of her uh-huh. sleeve. Um, she's clearly just the sloppier one of the business ladies but they all kind of know that like we said they even at these meetings they kind of feel bad right. she's her. not business savvy she again she's just, no and even she said she's an out-of-place country girl jamie jen she doesn't want to make the deal for jupiter hollow either she's kind of against it she's feeling a little bit like why do we but we love that's where we were born and oh Bette yeah Mittler they were aware saying, that that's where they were right. born yes and bet miller keeps saying like oh well, don't worry i'm not going to close up the town it's just we're going to do good things right. for the town she's kind of lying to her sister and saying you know yeah it'll all be it okay it seems like bet miller bet miller knows exactly what's happening or here. she doesn't she care she just wants the most oh, yeah, money yeah, right. for it it's not even yeah. that she knows cuz remember the italian has to give her the details of what's happening and he's she's just she's just greedy she's looking for the dollar dollar bill yes exactly yes but uh, I mean, she knows what's going on. I like it later when he's like, do you think we do this business in yen? And she's like, are you laundering money? (laughs) He's like, you know it, baby. She's like, I am so turned on right now. (laughs) So now let's head down south. Oh, yeah. Let's head to West Virginia. And okay, I, I think. okay. so down south. Lily Tomlin's really the one in charge. Yes. She's getting the whole town amped up like, right. hey, I heard some rumors that they might sell our factory. Mm-hmm. Someone, perhaps me, is going to go up there and we're going to kick some New York ass. It's going to be awesome. Now, here's my sister to milk a cow and <laughs> sing, sing. song. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the milking the cow edition is very strange. Yeah, yeah, I could not believe that Bette Miller is singing within ten minutes. Not just of this siddling, movie. Sing, siddling, not just S- singing, diddling, whatever she's doing. She yodels. Yeah, she sure does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She yodels a whole song. So in my mind, I'm starting to watch this going. Boy, Lily Tomlin up in the city is having a hard time, but these two seem to love the song. Yeah, cell. they got a great little gig here going on, right? Sure. They seem like it. Um, but we learned very quickly. Yeah, it's not until after her song and dance where she's like, you know what? Something's been weighing on me for the past 38 years. Uh, this country life, maybe not the thing I'm no. into. I want more. And I look, can you do their southern accents? No. Okay. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I don't know. Because at times I was like, are they not picking up on it? And then I was like, well, these seem really subtle. So maybe. But every now and then they would say words. And I'm like, well, that's that's clearly not your sister. Like, your sister would not talk that way. And every now and then that does come up. But not to the degree that I thought it would. Anticipated it. Well. Yes. Country Lily Tomlin is almost... Engaged to Fred Ward? Oh, yeah. They've been together, you would think, for a while, it seems. It seems yes. like they're. And he, does he propose with the golf club? The golf No, he ball tells ring? her, he tells her that 
after he wins this miniature golf tournament. Which I love is his kind of sidebar there, is that he's is like so, a professional mini so golfer. So, I had forgotten about that. And then when I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. After he wins this tournament, he is going to propose to her with a golf ball ring. Yep. I love it how he's like, it has an actual golf ball on it. They were able to miniaturize it through, I assume he thinks, like a honey, we shrunk the kids. Like a laser. Shrink ray. (laughs) But he's like, and maybe, you know what, maybe I can take that out at some point and replace it with a diamond. (laughs) It's really great. And it was just funny to see him. And I'm like, okay, well, oh, look at that. He's out of the movie, too. So we've met a couple characters that we know, and now they're suddenly gone from this movie. And I don't know if you remember... Uh, Fred Ward, very, very small part in uh, the movie Secret Admirer. He was the dad. Okay, if you don't remember the movie Secret Admirer, <laughs> it's the one where Lori Loughlin and um, oh. John Travolta's wife. Kelly Preston? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think Thomas C. Howell is really into Kelly Preston. And, oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. The letters get switched. Uh-huh. And, yeah. So anyway, so he's... The dad, he's the dad of one of them, and then he gets together with, I think Thomas C. Thomas Howe's mom at the end of that. But oh. anyway, whatever. That was a long time ago, and I don't know a movie that gets lost in. <laughs> but I love that like, you wanted to refresh some kind it. of wonderful and stuff. Like if you told me some kind of wonderful and Secret Admirer were the same movie, I'd be like, yeah, probably, yeah, probably. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I've seen them both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It either has uh, C. Thomas Howe or Eric Stoltz in it, something like that. <laughs> Maybe Lori Lachlan, possibly. I'm not even sure. <laughs> All right. Oh, this is, I was kind of upset because as these two, they decide, hey, you know what? We're both going to go to the city. Well, Lily Tomlin's definitely going. And Bette Midler, country yes. Bette Midler, wants out of the city so bad. This sounds like right. a fantastic idea. What a wonderful reason. Yes. To experience, to see New York City. So they're going to go. They're going to go. They're going to spread the good word about... Uh, Jupiter Hollow. They're gonna they're gonna fight Miramax from Miramax. Miramax. Yep, the company. I mean, you know, it's it is run by Harvey Weinstein. Somebody <laughs> should fight that. And if anybody's gonna fight Harvey Weinstein, I think I'd like to be Bed Midler. Honestly, it would be a good fight to see. I agree. Yeah, I think she could probably. A lot of people could take that guy. He's old and gross, and I think dying. I'm not even sure. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, so. I was upset that we didn't, because I was like, don't they have 45 siblings? We only see two sisters who seem very supportive. Three, I don't know who the little kid is. The little boy. I thought the kid was one of of their children. (laughs) I didn't think that kid was related to them. I didn't think their parents had a child and then died from old age. Uh So, yeah, so they are on their way. Yeah. And now let's get well, into Well, wait, let's this. also say that she Lily Tomlin does not tell her boyfriend that they're that she's leaving. Yes. And exactly. he's got this because big golf tournament. He needs but, her support at this miniature golf tournament. Well, when we go there and I was like, what movie am I watching now cuz I would love to watch what's this. What's happening? Uh yeah, but they <laughs> They're treating it like like there are people in the background with umbrellas over, like the caddies have umbrellas over these golfers. The fact that they have caddies and golf bags with just like three putters in them is so much it's fun. Great. I, I really thought that was great. Okay. Well, we're not there yet um, because we have to go to New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> this is really like, 
shenanigans starts immediately. This movie is a whole lot of like, you know, it's, it's a twin movie. So it's like, well, they think it's this person, but really it's this person. And then one walks into one door and the other one walks out the other door and all that. So it was kind of tough to take notes at times. And I'm glad I did just start to call them city and country bet or city and country lily. Yeah, makes it a little easier to keep them all in place. Yes. Did you notice that city lily has a <laughs> monogrammed lunchbox and thermos? Oh, no. Did she? It's pink. And it says Rose on it. <laughs> They're just sitting in their office and she's just eating lunch like she's in elementary school because it's all plastic. I didn't too. see that, but that's awesome. It fits it's her. It's really great. It yes, fits her because, again, her. she's simple. She's not going out to fancy restaurants yeah. for lunch. She's packing her own. Mm-hmm. Also, we find out, like, Ben Midler makes fun of her at, at one point, And I think a running joke is that she like has a good appetite, but all we do is we see her eat peanut butter on celery. Sticks. Yeah. And Ben Miller's even like, how are you not so fat? It's like, well, we see her. She eats the muffin. She orders the pancake. She's got a healthier appetite than like always yeah, a salad, I guess. Right. Okay. No, that's fair. Yeah. But the jokes start when she's just eating. And, yeah. When she's got the celery and the peanut butter. And you're like, well, celery. that's a pretty good, healthy choice. But they're, these girls are now getting very um, pretty faint, pretty pu- um, publicized, right? There's a, that's what they're looking at when she when oh, Bette Midler makes yeah. that comment. They're in a magazine now. And Bette Midler's like, oh, I look so fat. And <laughs> yes, Lily yeah. Talman doesn't need to really cover it up. She's just like, well, I look so skinny. And she doesn't say yeah. it mean. She says it very sweet. You don't look fat. I look skinny. But I don't mean it that way. Yeah. Yeah, because she's even like, well, I was sitting in front of the window, and, you know, there's a lot of light, yeah, and it yeah. kind of thins you out. Yeah, so they're in some, I don't know, I guess it's just like a trade magazine, some trade publication right. uh, for big companies to do stuff. And um, so they get wind that some people are coming up from Jupiter Hollow that they need to try and intercept. Mm-hmm. And this Italian businessman's coming in, and they need to get him from the airport. Mm-hmm. So the two rich ladies are going to the airport. This Italian guy is coming into the airport. And I love how we get to see the Italian guy look at the magazine. So he clearly knows. Yeah. What so he knows like. what they look like. Right. Although they don't know what this Italian guy looks like or even his name. It's not like they show up with a big thing with his name on it. They're like, let's run around this airport and ask anyone we gotta find in an the Italian, Italian suit. Well, and the, at one point, that's what, what City Lily Tomlin does. She starts talking Italian to somebody, and the guy's like, speak English. When they're all done, they're like, I don't see how we missed them. We yeah. stopped everyone in an Armani Anyone suit. that looked like, like a greaseball Italian. Not bad. Not no, a bad idea. Not Ladies, terrible. If that's Although your it plan, is JFK. It's a pretty yeah, busy exactly, airport. Exactly. Yes. If that's your plan from the jump, bad plan. If you had to make that up on the fly, it's not the worst way to right. approach this, I guess. I mean, they're... But the reason they can't find him is because he finds the two country ladies. Well, well yeah, yes. He finds them and scoops them up. Now, this is fun. Now, before we say this, they do know before... Um, the, the city girls go off to the, the airport. They do know that somebody from Jupiter Hollow is coming down. Right, yes. They don't know. They assume it's a gentleman and maybe his men. sister. Right. Oh, yeah. 
two men. Yeah, or a man and his sister, something like that. Yeah. yeah, so they're on the lookout for them, but again, they're not assuming they're ladies. Anyway, you're right. The Italian man comes and sort of scoops up and calls them by name, you know, Sadie, yeah. Rose. And it's very funny because uh, R- R- Sadie, the Bette Midler character, mm-hmm. is like, oh my God, this ma- wow, he's going to take <laughs> us and he's got a limousine. I'm going in the limousine. And the Lily Tomlin character is very suspicious. Is like, oh yeah, you know our names? Why do you know? She, that snake thing that she does when she's... Yep. When she shakes her jewelry around to make a rattlesnake sound. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's pretty great. But he, he scoops them up, and then even the limo driver, who has literally known these girls since they He's were born. Their limo. They're getting in a limo that they think is this Italian guy's, but it is their sister's limo. Right. And they get in with this Italian guy. And just the conversation. Oh, so fun. They, they don't know where they're going. They don't know what's going on. They've never this been Italian in a limo guy. before. They're so excited to be in the limo. They don't know what to do. The Italian guy or the, the driver says, do you want the air on? And these sisters are just looking like, we, we, do you have air conditioning in the car? You I just... don't think they know what air conditioning yeah, is. Yeah, the phone Lily rings Tomlin, and they don't know what to do. Bette Midler tries to put her hand up to the vent and Lily Tomlin slaps it down. <laughs> And this Italian guy's just sitting there trying to read his Italian newspaper mm-hmm. and mind his own business. Well, he's thinking these two are very peculiar because they are. They're acting. Yes. Even the driver is kind of like, what are these two getting He has to answer the right phone now? for them because they will not answer the phone in the car. So he has to pick it up and hand it to mm-hmm. one of them. Mm-hmm. I really like this part because I, I don't remember who answers the phone. It's probably Lily Tomlin because um, she more has her shit together. And it's people at the hotel that they're going to. Yes. And they're like, do you like roses or tulips in your room? And she goes, roses, and then hangs up and goes, it's one of those flower surveys. (laughs) What are you talking about? That's really great. Also, what is, why are they at this hotel too? Don't they live in this city? Why are they at? Why do they, the owners of this company that's in New York City, also need a suite at this hotel? She says something about that. I think it's because the conference, like when all the shareholders are getting together, it's taking yeah. place at the conference room in that hotel. So it's right. one of those oh, things so they just, where they like, just let's want to just be there be so here. they can walk down And they want okay, to be able great. to schmooze the Italian guy. And so it's just That's easier. Fine. Let's just handle okay. the business at the hotel. I mean, they've got this great suite. So these two, these country sisters who have now been scooped up by an Italian man and are in a limousine and especially in Bette Midler country's eyes is like living their best city life. They show yes. up now at the plaza at this amazing New York city hotel. And, um, again, they're, they're not, they're suspicious in that the Lily Tomlin's character keeps saying like, well, it's because this company's trying to smooze us. They want to bribe right, us. Right, they exactly. want to, yes. they want to convince us. But Bette Midler's character is like, this is amazing. This, so it seems like legit. This company is just hosting these sisters and smoozing them, whatever to well, stay right. yeah, in this not hotel. Questioning any of this because they're even, I love how she's constantly like, well, we didn't tell them they were coming, but you know what? They got microchips all over the place. Yeah. Oh, they I love it. I love it when they're she's up in the room. She's talking into things constantly. Yeah, she's talking into... They get into... a gift basket and she's yelling into it. She it's yells not into work the sink them. faucet. She's like, because I know they're everywhere. Um <laughs> But they, so the, the country sisters didn't have a, obviously, they didn't have a reservation at this, at the Plaza Hotel. They had a reservation at, they keep saying the Y, at which the makes me y. think the YMCA, 
but yes. I don't know if that's what it is. It um, is. It, it is. is. It is like the YMCA. I mean, that's a that's a throwback to what Wise used to be. Gotcha. And I I think it's important to remember the wonderful "Can't Stop the Music." Uh, oh film that we yeah, yeah. Talked about and another birthday pick. And discussed. And how the Y used to be like a men's only club. And it really used to be a place where people could like stay and rent rooms and stuff like that. But it was like basically like you got a little bit. You're like homeless and you have enough money to get a room. It's like a hostel. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But no, a little more. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well. Oh, oh, I haven't haven't told you. um, You know, (laughs) Carla and I have been watching um, Who's the Boss recently. Oh, Nice. Just for fun, it's on. I don't. I don't know what it's on. Some streaming service, and we've just been watching it since the very beginning. And there was one episode where Tony's friend, and he's just this schlub of a guy. Mm-hmm. And Carla's like, "Boy, that guy looks so familiar." And I was like, "Carla, he was the record producer in Can't Stop the Music." <laughs> she's like, "What are you talking about? What? That's not a real movie." I told her because she's like, "She'd oh, never seen it." No, no, of course oh. not. No rational human being had because. She was like, oh, that's a movie that you and Jamie did. And I'm like, yeah. And she wanted to know what it was about. And I was like, well, it's kind of a documentary, sort of, about the village people. <laughs> I got about a sentence into that. And she's like, I, you could stop talking. You could freak out. Yeah. I don't want to know. I don't blame her. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. So they get to this hotel. Let's not go to the hotel quite yet. Because I loved it because then the city bet and Lily, mm-hmm. they they saw their limo drive away oh, with yeah. the Italian guy. They leave, it. yeah, they see the Italian guy getting into their limo. They're like, wait, there he is. Wait, yeah. but why is the limo driver driving off with him? And now right. they have to have, they need a ride. So they get a cab. And in the cab, Lily Tomlin's looking in her purse, and she's like, I don't even have enough cash to pay this guy. <laughs> Bette Miller's like, well, don't tell him that. But, of course, honest Lil or honest Rose, right. she does. And... They are literally dropped off in the middle of a very uh, unsavory area of the city. And I mean, um, they're, listen, they're dropped off in front of a line of shirtless buff dudes. <laughs> but because none of them are white, we know this is a bad neighborhood. <laughs> it's so weird. Oh. And then they just start running. <laughs> yeah, she tells her, let's just start running. Yeah. So oh. they get to this hotel. Uh, the country girls, like you said, and they're they're shown around by the hotel manager, who I guarantee you was beaten out for so many roles by Kyle MacLachlan. This guy wanted to be Kyle oh, MacLachlan, yeah. but just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so he takes them up to their room. They're so nice. They're so appreciative. They're so friendly about this. Like they can't believe that they're you know here and everything. Mm-hmm. But then he goes downstairs. There's two people in this hotel that are important. There's the hotel manager. Yeah. And then there's the front desk guy. <laughs> While the two country girls are in this suite, the hotel, like the the guy at the desk has to tell the city girls that well they don't have that room anymore because someone else is in there, but they have an identical room. Right next door. How perfect is that? Which is fun because we get a couple of times, um, besides, uh, like you had mentioned, because there's twins, there's moments when sure. one's leaving the elevator and then the other one's going mm-hmm. up or they're in the hallway and they just miss each other. And there's a lot of, it's a upper uh, top floor room at the hotel. So you get a lot of views from the top where they're looking out the window and you see one Tomlin and then the other Tomlin or one sister and the other. So, because they are, they're neighbors. Um, yeah. 
I was I was a little bit bummed out for a very long time in this movie where I was like, is the only time they're going to use split screen in this movie when we're seeing the exterior of this hotel and them in the windows? But man, do they go crazy at the, at the oh, end of yeah? this movie. Oh, yeah, and it works. It just doubles and split screen and, and just like crazy rear projection. Like there is so much happening late in this movie where I was like, finally, they're really making this payoff. Because I really thought it was just going to be a bunch of like misunderstandings. And yeah. then maybe at the end it's like, wah, wah, split screen. But there's so much interaction at the end of this that I was really excited about. So let's go. Uh, let's go to this mini golf event that ESPN Oh, right. Covering. Then we cut to that. <laughs> and this kind of is what ESPN was in the late 80s. Like before they, you know, before they made deals with major sports, they had to fill their programming for 24 hours. So this 100% is something that ESPN would have had. <laughs> they showed so much bowling and women's volleyball that for them to cover a mini golf championship event is not out of the realm of possibility <laughs> of 1988 ESPN. Well, I love how serious they take it. I love how serious he... Mm-hmm. And the, the, so he's at his tournament yep. and he sees his, his, what, his girlfriend's sister... And he looks and he says, but where is she? And she says, she shouts to him, well, I really thought she should have told you this on her own, but she's in New York. So he he just drops his golf club. He is going straight to New York. He's going to find his woman. How is she leaving without him on this very important time? And obviously, and he's not like, and when he first gets, it's very sweet because he doesn't come at her like. No, he doesn't come at her hot. He comes at her like, uh, you know, you left and I wanted to see you kind of thing. Not where were you? I was having my tournament and you're gone. It's not like a you're coming home with me. It really is like a strange like you're here. I'm here to support you in your, you know, overthrow of this organization Mm -hmm. or something. Um, Yeah, it's it's really, really nice because I really thought. For a minute, I was like, oh, no. Now he's going to go and, like, abduct the wrong Lily Tomlin or something. Right, and be angry but, about it all. Yes, yeah, but he's but not. But that's not who he is. Like, he's so nice. It, it is very strange that, like, everybody in this movie is kind of super nice except for City Bette Midler. And that's <laughs> totally fine. Mm-hmm. But everybody else in this movie seems like someone that you'd be like, yeah, I, I could spend time with this person well, and be okay. Nice person, yes. Yeah. <laughs> There isn't really a villain. And even the villain, I guess, is City Bet Midler and maybe the Italian guy. But in the end, when they get together, you're just kind of like, all right, I hope they I hope they're happy. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So of course they all decide the twins all decide to go do different things. And it's a whole thing of like, oh, we just missed each other going to the elevator. Right. And oh, I forgot something. I had to go back to my room as this one came out of the room. I love when the country Bette Midler goes down to talk to the uh, guy at the hotel uh, desk there. Mm -hmm. And I forget what she says to him, but this after she talks to him, because she's so sweet and she's so nice, this hotel desk clerk looks at it's just like, I still fucking got it, man. Yeah. This woman. Well, she's she is just so nice. And she kind of just says to him, like, um. Have you ever been in my room before? It has the nicest view from the top. And he's like, no, no. And she's like, you should see it. I bet it's beautiful at night. And he takes that, like you said, as a full like pass. And like, because later on, invitation. I definitely didn't remember this as a kid or didn't pick up on it. Later on, he's in the gift shop buying condoms. And I know as a kid, I had no idea what 
I yeah, didn't know. I, I, yeah. That is funny how the Italian guy is buying condoms and then he comes in to also buy condoms. Uh-huh. I also like how then City Bet Midler. Now, the Italian guy has met the country ladies. Right. He gets on an elevator with City Bet Midler, kind of hits on her, and she calls him Euro Trash. Yeah. <laughs> it is really great because she gets off the elevator and he's like, I really don't know what just happened here. Yeah. Well, he makes some comments and they are court, sort of borderline sure. flirtatious or whatever. Of course. But she thinks he's just some Italian guy. She doesn't know that yeah. she, so supposedly she was just in the car with him, you know? And he's like, well, we're going to make that deal and it's going to be a good deal. And she's like, oh, no, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not, you pig. And yeah. then immediately, like, gets out of the elevator, walks over to somebody and goes, hey, I'm here to meet some Italian dude. And yeah. point him out and she's like, oh, no. Oh, so then she's yeah. got to go make nice with him. Also, throughout this movie, every now and then, a random homeless man pops up oh, yeah. and gets the the end at the end of this movie over his face. It is so bizarre. So, yeah, he has like single lines of dialogue here and there. Yeah. Um, this is when the uh, two of them, City Bet Midler and the Italian guy, are talking and really flirting. Yeah. This is where we find out that his plan is to launder the money through the Japanese for some reason. And Country Lily, at this point, leaves the hotel. I think she makes an excuse like, oh, I'm going to go get some air or whatever. But she's going to go to Morimac mm. and really confront the person in charge or the people in charge. Mm-hmm. And she shows up, and all the employees are <laughs> like, Rose, wow, so great to see you. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, you motherfuckers all know who I am, don't you? <laughs> and they're asking her, and this is when they ask about her dog, and she's like, how the hell yes. do you know about my dog? It is really great. <laughs> and she says, like, I bet y'all know what color my panties are, too. You know so much about me. And they're all like, what the fuck? Because, again, the country or the city rose that they know is always like, oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. I love everybody. <laughs> and this one's like, what the fuck y'all know about me? Why are y'all watching me so close? It is really great. <laughs> Although they're not suspicious that they have to point her in the direction of the two oh, guys yeah. that work under them. They don't think this is suspicious. And she basically goes into the office of these two guys who work directly underneath the sisters. And she's like, hey, guess what we're not doing? We're not selling that factory. Right. You can shove up your ass. And she leaves. And they're like, what a relief. We don't have to worry about this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And they decide to take themselves out to lunch. (laughs) Right. They're like, well, I guess we don't have to look for... Because it was also... They were told by by City Bet Mittler that it was their job now to find the Ratcliffs, I think, were the names of... um, Ratliffs. Ratliffs. Oh, yeah. It's really a... uh, uh, Why don't you go find them and uh, take care of the situation? Mm -hmm. I was like, did she put a hit out on these people? Well, she doesn't want these two guys going to do this? She doesn't want these people from from Jupiter hollow to be anywhere near the stockholders of this meeting when it takes place. So it's their job to, like you said, however she's going to do it, they're going to do it, get rid of these guys. But now that a country Rose has come in disguised as city Rose and put the, the Ixnay no more. We don't have to do this deal. These boys think that they've got, you know, they've got the afternoon off. They're going to go lunch. (laughs) Really? It really is like a, well, what do we do now? I don't know. How about lunch? Let's, let's just do it. it let's, let's take ourselves out for steaks. <laughs> and Where should we go? Hey, how about the plaza? <laughs> sounds good. It, it is really funny. 
Um, also, at this point, I was very confused because then Lily Tomlin, for some reason, disguises herself as a maid and is putting out, like, <laughs> propaganda against Well, she's company. on it. Like, this is where I'm like, when you said before that there's no difference between the two, yeah, there is. This one's got some chutzpah I country. know, but I was like, which... Uh, for just a second, I was like, which one is this? Why is somebody dressed as a maid? It took me a long time to understand what she was doing. And I was like, is this the city one just disguising herself as a maid to get away from her horrible sister? No, it's the country one. And she, like you said, she's spreading this propaganda about what a terrible company Mormax is. Yes. And she's putting it in all the rooms and putting it in um, brochures in the lobby area. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of funny. She's dressed as a maid and uh, yeah. talking in funny accents. Very clever of her. Yes. <laughs> to, to and this is about. all over montage. Like, this is uh-huh. all montage at this point because um, we see uh, City Bet and the Italian guy flirting. They're even, like, starting to dance in the middle of this restaurant at one point. <laughs> They're, into They're into each um, other. They're into each other. And we see Country Bet Midler go out, and she is just... On the town, She's I do standing like, in front of like she dresses goes out, and windows, posing. She decides she's gonna like hit the city, right? So she, yeah, yeah. she's posing in front of other mannequins. But when she first walks out of the the hotel, the limo driver is waiting for her, and he's like, "Do you want to ride?" And she's like, "No, I think I'll walk." And again, he thinks that she's the <laughs> other one, and he's like, "Well, I'd like to see that." And so she does kind of take her first few steps, like, "Okay, I'm gonna walk." Yeah, she's like, "This is how yeah. I walk." Yeah, it's really funny. She ends up. I found this great. She ends up at FAO Schwartz, oh, and her yeah. kid, who recognizes her, not her kid, her. Right, Whatever. her rich version runs kid, yeah. up and like gets all up in her face, and she's like, "You little son of a bitch!" She like, ties him. Him no post. <laughs> and her her ex husband is like, "Hey, what's going on here?" She thinks he's a stranger, and she's like, "This kid's a piece of garbage, <laughs> and whoever raised him this way is a horrible human being." And he's even like, "Really." You think that? She's like, yeah. And I love how when she leaves, she totally makes eyes at this dude and is like, I got to be going back to the Plaza Hotel. <laughs> and it's such like a, if you're down to fuck, that's where <laughs> I'm going to be kind of line delivery. And it's it's just so funny. Like sometimes in these movies, when people interact with someone who looks like somebody else or whatever, mm-hmm. they have conversations where you're like, how can nobody figure out what's going on here? But honestly, in this movie, any of these conversations and the things people are saying, I can sit there and go, I understand why he's thinking that this is her. Yeah. Because the things she says are so just vague enough, Mm -hmm. but also such like a crazy personality change and probably a personality change that he really always wanted. So for him, it's probably more of wishful thinking. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really, really great. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact that now Seth Green has been hogtied and is out of this movie. We don't have to see him anymore. No, no. Well, we see him one more time when he brings the money to the front desk. Oh, we do. Um, Oh, yeah. There is a whole thing that happens, too, with Bette Midler and the taxi cabs, the... Country Bette Miller keeps trying to hail a cab and she doesn't, uh, yes. she forgets that when you get, well, she doesn't know that yep. getting a cab in New York is a very dicey thing and you could hail one, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you got to get in that cab. And right. it comes to a point where she's tried to hail at least a handful of cabs in this little montage. And finally, some guy goes to get in a cab that she's got and she punches him she right in the face. This dude. 
just hits him. So she hits she... him with a purse in his face. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. He falls down. Mm -hmm. But then he the looks ground. back up at her and kind of laughs. Like, it's wow. A, it's a very, like, how a Mentos commercial would yeah. end or something. <laughs> this guy's just like, you crazy lady, you did it again. <laughs> yeah, totally. It is so strange. Totally, totally. Yes. But, and this is also where she sees Oh, where she sings with the Jamaican drummer. <laughs> And she starts yodeling. Just starts yodeling. And, and these guys playing the drums are like, this is the greatest thing we've ever heard in our lives. And Michael Gross drops his hot dog while he watches. Yeah. My <laughs> yeah, Michael she... Gross shot from a telephoto lens. I can only assume he was, I don't know, visiting relatives somewhere, having a hot dog. And <laughs> someone got this footage of him and decided to splice it into this movie. <laughs> Bette Midler, this city Bette Midler, who's all over this Italian guy, sees her co-workers out to their celebratory oh, lunch yeah, because yeah. they no longer have work to do. And this is where I wrote her co-workers who were also gay. And, <laughs> and, she, and she's like, hey, I don't know what my crazy sister told you, but you know she's not in charge, right? I'm in charge. You go. You find these hillbillies who are coming up here to stop this. Stop your little luncheon and go do that now. Right. right. And then they dance in the middle of the restaurant, which seems strange. <laughs> yeah, they make and some sexual innuendos at each other. He talks yep. about impaling her. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it gets a little hot and heavy. But he, and he also has he he alludes to these documents that he has that she wants right. to get her hands on too about the future of what he's yes. going to turn uh, Jupiter Hollow into. Yeah, I do like later on when he runs into country Bette Midler and he's like. Here's some reading material. And she's like, the last thing I want to do tonight is read. And he's like, mm -hmm, I hear you, lady. Let me go buy some condoms. So saucy. So saucy. Um, we mentioned Seth Green, the, the, the Bette Midler's son, the, the money that he gets for his graduate, for his right. good grades. He, uh, the father well, makes him return it. Let's say mediocre grades. Yeah, for fun. his <laughs> for like his C's. He's the father makes him return it, so he gives it. To, he makes him bring it to the front desk yes. um, of the hotel. Now, when country Sadie arrives, they give her this wad of money, and she exactly. doesn't know what for, but she just knows it's a big, a lot of envelope of big money. Right. She puts, she sneakily steps some of it in her bra, but yep. does tell her sister about it. And her sister's like, well, they are trying to bribe us. That's what uh -huh. this is. This is all part of the scheme with this room and this gift basket. <laughs> and we can't take the money. We can't take their briberies. Her reaction is really great. I love Bette Midler's reaction to be like, well, even if we were to take the bribe, that doesn't mean we have to, mean we have to follow through with what they're bribing us to do. That's really funny. Hey, here's a question I have for you. Is Bette Midler's son's name Sly, or does he think he's <laughs> Sylvester Stallone? <laughs> I don't. That I don't know. Okay, I don't know an answer for well, you. I am glad you don't know the answer to that because when he gives her the envelope and she's like, Sly, it's from Sly. Who's Sly? <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah. Does that kid just think he's Rambo? But I feel like we was there a product placement? But was there a period in the eighties where, like, obviously for for Stallone reasons, Sly became a name that you like a popular name. Oh yeah, I guess who would name there? Who would name anybody? Mm. They did Wolfgang for a while, wasn't that like a thing? Because of Van Halen or whatever. I don't know. 
I, I might be making shit up. Wolfgang Puck. I, like, I don't know if he was ever that famous. I might be making shit up, but but uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's. I'm assume. Let's assume that yes, it's his real name, and maybe he was named after Cyclone, mm. and maybe that's why he loves Rambo yep. so much. Don't know. So two things are happening right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Gross approaches Lily Tomlin, the wrong one, the country mm-hmm. one, kind of like accosts her in this hotel and she's like i don't know what's going on i don't know what's going on here but he's like i love you this is great and also fred ward arrives in new york city mm-hmm. and he gets a much nicer welcome or uh, reaction because yes. that lily tomlin is a little nicer that lily tomlin is a lot nicer but it is funny because he's talking to her yeah and he's like Oh man, I'm so glad I'm here. I'm so glad I met you. And because she's even like, oh my god, he must have seen me in that magazine. Oh, yeah, she yeah. Says he's from Jupiter Hollow, he must have come up here. It's such a shame because she talks to the the guys that she works with. Yeah. And are like, this dude, I don't know who he is. Maybe you two could throw him out or something. But these guys are like, wait a second. He's probably the guy mm-hmm. that came up from Jupiter Hollow that we have to schmooze. So you're going like, to help us schmooze him. <laughs> yes, yeah. you're going to help us. He seems to be really smitten by you. Mm-hmm. Let's all go get sushi in another part of this hotel. This is kind of fun. The sushi dinner is kind of fun. The sushi dinner is great because mm-hmm. it's a lot of like country bumpkin like, oh, I don't think this fish is cooked, blah, blah, blah. Well, Can his we first thing he says, it's funny, it? they take him for sushi because he says, man, I could go for a tuna fish sandwich. <laughs> a tuna fish sandwich, right. Yes. So they, we did say, so when he arrives in the city, he walks around, he gets accosted by prostitutes. Uh-huh. He's, uh, it's a lot for him, but he stumbles upon the plaza. How does he stumble upon the plaza? Oh, because he, he goes, goes to the, to the oh, yeah, he goes to the Y and they tell him, yes. no, they didn't check in here because they checked it over there. That's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at the dinner, he starts to kind of wax poetic a bit about, um, uh, about Jupiter Hollow and what is, a beautiful place it is. And he is that, convincing her and these two guys that they all need to go there by the end of him talking about sitting on his porch. Well, and it is very sweet. Limp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh no. It's the rocking chairs. The greatest thing yep. about being out there, the porch. He's cause he says, you know, I'm in the city, not even a full day and I already miss it. I miss my yep. rocking chair. I miss this. All you got. The busiest thing is the stars in the sky. Yep. I yes. mean, it's just, and he says something like, um, when God watches a sunrise in the per- most perfect plates, it's he's exactly. watching it in Sleepy Hollow yeah. or whatever, so Jupiter Hollow. I, I do, I don't want to get too far ahead, but I talked about some things this movie did, did well and, and the costuming I wasn't a big fan of. Here is where this movie commits its greatest crime. The greatest crime this movie commits is at the end of this movie, we don't get on-screen text or a flash forward to five years later or something i need something that says like these two guys moved to jupiter hollow and opened a b&b or something Aww. you know what i mean like yeah like nothing like everybody at the end of this seems it's all worked out for everyone everyone seems happy but at the end i'm like wait i don't know who stayed in new york 
I don't know who went back to Jupiter Hollow. You want a little wrap-up. I don't wrap know up. who's with who. Michael Gross has a wonderful, I guess, practice. I think he's a doctor or just a hot dog enthusiast. I'm not sure. <laughs> but does he go to Jupiter Hollow? Does Lily Tomlin stay in New York? Like, I 100% expected it. Waited through the you wanted for you wanted you're like where get it why did I I that, would that, like that really too. is I I would have loved that because I want I really just wanted like this whole thing where like half stayed in New York half went there they still like had a great working relationship like the business down there was suddenly thriving and they're on conference calls with each other. Like, I know that sounds dumb of me. No, to be I like, think it sounds very eighties. That's something that yes, a lot of eighties movies would yes, have given you. Exactly. And this or eight, just this, a freeze frame over characters with some text that say, what or happened newspaper to them. clippings or little pictures of like, exactly. you know, them having babies yes. on a farm or, you know, and the other two running a big business. And yeah. Yes. Yep. 100%. And I, it's not that it really hurt my feelings about it this did. movie, but it I do have bit. to say I was very disappointed. Yeah. Took it down a couple of notches, maybe from a five yeah. to a four. Yeah. From a five to a four, right. From a perfect to a very close to <laughs> So during this, yeah, this is where Fred Ward is waxing poetic about Jupiter Hollow. Oh, and um, he also tells, he convinces, which she didn't need much convincing. Yeah. But he convinces the city Rose, you know, you are a country girl. You need the country. This is not your vibe. And she's like, that's all the things I've always thought, but never said out loud before. Uh Um, But he just keeps saying, it's because I know you. It's because I know you. And she thinks it's, yeah. Their connection is great. The two of them on screen, I think, have the best chemistry of anyone. I mean, I don't know who to compare them to. But even at the end, when they get in that handsome cab uh, and yeah. stuff, I was like, this is adorable. These two seem to be having a really good time. And I don't... Fred Ward, I, I, I've I seen him in a lot of, like, gangster movies and mobster movies and, and movies where he plays a tough guy. Uh, just watching him be funny, I think, was really great because I fun. don't see it a whole lot. Yeah. Um, during this, this is kind of funny because this is where the desk clerk and the Italian guy both think they're getting laid. Yes. So we see the Italian guy buying a box of condoms and the desk clerk comes in and buys two boxes of condoms. He's going to have a very lucky night. Yeah. I don't know what he thinks is going to happen where you need two boxes of condoms. <laughs> and he even second guesses and then goes, yeah, I will take that it second will. box. It's going to be. Also, at the same time, the ex-husband is there he shows up mm. and is smitten with country bet midler mm-hmm. and is like, Hey, maybe we could have lunch together at yeah. some time without that shithead kid of ours. Well, she's country bet midler decides to go out for a night on the town. It's only nine right. o'clock. The other her her sister, the Lily Tomlin, country Lily Tomlin's like, I'm gonna stay in, I'm gonna get myself ready because yep. we gotta fight these stockholders tomorrow. And country bet Mittler's like, well, it's only nine o'clock. I'm going to see what there is to do. And she's cute. She gets dressed up for her, but it's like she's got puts little flowers in her hair. Uh So when her ex-husband, the city bet Mittler's ex-husband sees her, she's like, oh my God, you look so almost innocent. You look so 
Sweet. And she's like, well, thank you. So, yeah, he makes a move on her, invites her to lunch. And she's just like, again, floating on cloud nine. She's like, gosh, the men, gentlemen here are so friendly. <laughs> like, they all just, you know, the front desk guy's going to come and see the sun or the moon tonight. And this yep. guy's taking me to lunch. It's a good it's a good yeah, vibe. It's, it's really great. Uh, so there's a lot happening here. Um, the country sisters, this right before this, they get a hold of... Uh, the document that says that the plant is going to be sold. Oh, right, right. And that it's then going to be, the town's all going to be strip mined and everything like that. Fred Ward and Lily Tomlin are having their thing. He's kissing on her and she's into it. He gives her that golf ball ring and she thinks it's the bees. She meat. does. She keeps staring at it. These guys uh, that work at this company are like, hey, Fred Ward, you can stay in our room with us. It's right. great. It's big enough. We got the room. So while he's showering, they're rifling through his pockets and they realize this isn't the guy they thought no, it was. No. This is just some hunky dude that they stumbled upon. Mm -hmm. And this is where there's the joke about like, you guys are going to share a bed together just because I'm here. That's not fair. Mm -hmm. How about I share the bed with one of you and then another one can sleep on the couch, but they don't go for that even though. I think they both kind of would want to make a Fred Ward little, sandwich. Little, little threesome out of it. A little threesome. <laughs> this is very random, but I just have it in my notes. So it's worth a mention. So uh, we mentioned uh, when Lily Tomlin got the, the wedding or the golf cart or golf cart, <laughs> golf uh, ball ring, ball? the yeah. golf ball ring and was admiring it. Did you see the night shirt she was wearing? She had on a Tina Turner shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I didn't notice it then. I noticed it later when she was sitting in bed. Yeah. And that's when I was like, wait, is this the city or the country? Like, I did not know which one was which. And again, her her character was confusing. Yeah. Um. So the very next day, this is where everything comes to a head. Because this has really been a lot of... Just misses, yeah. Just missing each other, everything. And, I, and the whole time I was like, when, when are they going to, like... When are they all going to When's meet? it going to... Right, right. Where's our tipping yes. point here? And I thought this was very funny how uh, Fred Ward wakes up in the morning and they have, I don't know, whatever it is, breakfast and there's danishes. And I think he's eating a, a croissant yeah. with like jelly on it or something like that and these two guys come out of the bedroom and they're like well we're never going to find these people from Juniper Hollow or whatever and Fred Ward goes oh you want to I know where they are if you want to meet them. Just let me finish my Pop-Tarts and I'll take it to them. I thought that was really great. So now they're aware that these two people are in this hotel. Right. And now they're going to go find them. Mm -hmm. But first we have a whole breakfast ordeal, let's say, with these sisters. I think this is to sort of because again they this is when the sisters actually rotate through each other which they yes, haven't exactly. they've rotated through boyfriends and the business and yep. the whole bit yeah. but now they rotate through each other kind of barely noticing except at both times when the the barely uh, well they the, when they're talking to each other let me see i think i wrote it down i should have they have breakfast it's mm -hmm. funny because both both have similar tastes like the country and the city uh, Lily both like pancakes or whatever. Exactly. But when when the switch happens, one of them talks about having a meeting, and the a meeting, and yes. and we're also gonna see 
see the thing right? I don't know. I don't know. They they both say something with a country accent, and the city one that's with them is like, a meeting? Like, makes fun of yes. the accent. So the accent is sort of highlighted, if you will, yes. on both ends by both sisters. But there's still not enough difference noted. I, I do like this was another <laughs> funny thing where Bette Midler, country Bette Midler, really wants to buy this fancy dress that's right. for sale with the, the money that she stole right. from the bride so yes. she spills uh si- purposefully spills some syrup on herself so that she can go and have to replace her outfit uh-huh. and when she exactly. comes back as so now sit when country bet oh, mittler God. leaves city <laughs> bet mittler arrives so confusing i know country lily tomlin is there and country lily tomlin is like what the hell are you wearing you yeah. look terrible. You look like a prison guard. What's happening? That is not a good choice for a second outfit. So it makes Bette Midler City rethink her whole outfit. And now both the Bette Midlers go and buy the exact same outfit. Yes. Barely miss They're, each other in the store. Right. They're wearing the same mm-hmm. thing. And I think it's important to note they don't make a big deal about this because it's not a big deal. But both Lily Thomas are wearing something that is very similar. Well, one's wearing... It's a pink... Flowy. dress. Both of them are wearing, but they are slightly different. They're Mm -hmm. not exactly the same. And they're not quite as flashy as what Bette Midler is wearing. So the whole thing comes down to... Did not expect this to take place in a bathroom. But that's where the big reveal happens. Mm -hmm. Because two of them go into the bathroom. They both walk into their stalls. And then the other two... Now I think they're switched, or are they back to being the pairs that they are? No, they're not uh, the original pairs. They go into okay. the bathroom as the odd pairs. As so separate a country pairs. and a city okay. and a country and a, ooh, and a country right. and a city together. And this of this is important to note. Big huge bathroom. In the mirror or sorry, in the middle of the bathroom, there are mirrors. Yeah. And then, and then a break of the mirror. Between yeah. the mm-hmm. mirrors. Mm-hmm. And also when the second pair goes in, Fred Ward and these two guys are like, oh, there they are. Right. Let's wait outside the bathroom like crazy people. The one guy's yelling, like freaking out. The yeah. other one's like, you can't wait two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so they're all waiting. And of course, it is. Listen, I don't know if it was Buster Keaton that did it originally or Charlie Chaplin or some silent movie star did this mirror thing before. We've all seen it. And Bette Midler does it. And it's pretty amazing. It's great. It is really great. (laughs) (laughs) She really like what makes it better is that it's not a single mirror, that it's two separate mirrors. So when she walks from one mirror to the other She's also walking as though it is a long, giant, extended mirror. Yeah. It's fun. You know, they're doing, like, opposite things sometimes, but normally the same thing. It, it's it's really great. Um, of course, it ends in the discovery. Yeah, they all four realize. Yeah. All four realize, and they're all freaking out. The I don't know what kind of, like miming school Lily Tomlin went to for this, but the facial expressions <laughs> and just like the <laughs> like I don't know what she's doing kind of in the background, but it's crazy. 
I'm like miming school. It really is. Like she's just making the craziest facial expression well, that's what you can think of. Your comment earlier about the lack of physical therapy or physical therapy of physical <laughs> <laughs> the lack of physical the lack of physical comedy. Yes. I think they cover their share of like being funny expressively. Um, they oh no, they really do. Mm-hmm. I mean this is I don't know if it's the best part of the movie, but this was no, such a great No, it's pretty great. Yeah, it's a pretty great. Because you have built this up to such a crazy extreme by this point in the movie mm-hmm. where I'm like, this better pay off tenfold. And it, it totally, totally does. does. Like, they, sure. they don't botch this reveal Mm-mm. at all. Mm-mm. It's really great. And it's not even until this point in the movie when I think... Bette Midler says about the other one, like, well, that can't be my twin. Her hair's awful. And she says she's got a ter- bad haircut. And she's yes. like, I'll pay $12 for this. Not until this point in the movie did I suddenly realize they have the same haircut. Yeah. Like, for some reason. I don't know why it never dawned on me. I'm like, yeah, they're the same people. But I'm like, what are the odds that they would have the same <laughs> haircuts? But it's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. It's great. And... Listen, if we are putting a tally up of things that this movie does right and things that this movie does wrong, I am so happy we don't have a scene where the four of them sit down and talk about what is going on. It is literally they, they go discover into it. the craziness. Yeah. The men burst in and are dragged away mm-hmm. and then they are leaving the bathroom like a we just had this conversation. Mm-hmm. It, it's so wonderful that we don't have to hear them rehash like, you're from Juniper Falls, but that's the factory that we're blah, blah, no, blah, blah, no, blah. No, they get I it. Am they're so all, yeah. Glad. So I think you even at one point while they're in the bathroom over here, um, oh no, that when they go up in the elevator, uh, country, uh, Bette Mittler mm-hmm. says something like, um, well, yeah, it must have been that nurse. She had terrible vision, you know. Like, they yeah. kind of, you can tell yes. they've wrapped things up at some yeah. point. It's so, they get it. They're so like, oh, yeah, glad. obviously we were switched, and that's what happened. But there's no, yes. yeah. There, there is a scene in, and it's a famous scene for this, and it's, it's what I was thinking of. It's in Indiana Jones, the first one, mm-hmm. where two guys are walking, and they're talking about, like, the one guy's like, well, why did this happen? And it's stuff we've all seen as an audience. Oh. And as they're talking, an airplane propeller starts. You don't hear any of it. <laughs> and then they walk away when they're done with their conversation. And it's just, like, so nice to not yeah. have to know the stuff that we already know. Right. It's wonderful. And they do that in this movie. It's great. So... What this comes down to is that a big speech has to be given yes. about the selling of this factory to this Italian guy. Mm-hmm. And the four of them are like, hey, let's not sell this factory because it's not a good idea. And I love how City Bet Midler's like, yeah, that's great. Uh, why don't you guys go take a tour of the city? Yeah. And um, I will give this speech. I'll go on and, and give this speech and I'll meet up with you guys. Her. Go to all the fun. And I like she kind of tempts Country Bet Miller because she's like, you can go to this place and this place. Yep. And Country Bet Miller's like, I kind of really want to do those fancy things. But they know yeah. that that's not a good idea. Everybody knows that they can't oh. trust uh, they just City Bet Miller. On her. Like, yeah, they literally it's, do. They. <laughs> it's so much fun to watch Lily Tomlin and Lily Tomlin's stunt double hold her down. Yeah. While Bette Midler is talking to Bette Midler and is like, hey, you're just like me. You're evil, right? Yeah. And then the country Bette Midler's like, 
no, I'm not. I'm really kind of nice. Hey, let's lock her in that storage yeah. closet over there. And they realize, like, all right, well, I'll go in as Lily Tomlin because I'm rough and tough and I'm from the South and I can get shit done. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, you know what? Nobody would buy it. Bette Midler. It's got to be do country Bette Midler. Country Bette Midler. Mm-hmm. And, and country. Country. Yes. Mm-hmm. Country Lily Tomlin go in to do this while city Lily Tomlin basically sits in front of that closet so that oh know, no, that, no 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 we got that wrong see because it's city, so no you're right city, city lily tomlin goes her, in yeah she loses her uh shoulder, her shoulder pad, pad while they yeah are, while city lily tomlin this. goes in and country lily sits outside right. the door yes and they this they so confused <laughs> i knew watching this taking notes i'm just writing city country, country city, city country. country i'm like i don't know how i'm gonna keep any of this straight <laughs> It's kind of fun because you expect some like impassioned speech about like, you know what? This is not just money. These are people's lives. These are jobs, blah, blah, blah. That's kind of not what happens. Some of that happens and both of them talk a bit. But I love how it almost comes down to, do you want those goddamn hillbillies coming up here? pitchforks and torches and everything (laughs) and the shareholders are like we don't want that let's vote against this sale those scare tactics work all the time some country good old country scare tactics oh it's kind of super fun Mm -hmm. um i also man i don't know i guess big companies have a lot of shareholders but this room is like a room full yeah yeah Yeah. yeah They do get it's, a little rowdy at first. They don't. They don't agree. Mm-hmm. We thought we were going to make money on this. What do you mean? And the sisters sweat for a minute, but it doesn't take us them long to, like you said, bring out the big guns with the country right. threats. And yeah, they did it. They saved Jupiter Hollow, and life is good. And like you said at the end, you don't get the full wrap up like you want, where they all end up. But you do see the little pairings happen. It's so weird. What's really weird about this pairing off is that. Like, the Italian guy, like we said, pairs up with City Bette Midler, mm-hmm. which makes sense. And then Country Bette Midler pairs up with City Bette Midler's ex-husband. Yeah. And then City Lily Tomlin pairs up with Fred Ward, but Country Lily Tomlin pairs up with Michael Gross. And what's funny about this is the Italian guy is just like, this is the best. And when they were in that meeting, they they were like, oh, also that Italian guy, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird how, and they all like walk out of this hotel arm in arm off in all different directions. Yeah. And yeah, this her. movie ends with this bizarre homeless man who's had three lines of dialogue in this yeah. movie. But he stands there watching them all leave. While his weird, besuited doppelganger shows up <laughs> next to him, freeze frame the end. We all have a Sadie somewhere. We all have a twin yep. out there uh, somewhere. And right. uh, the credits start. Jamie, did you watch the credits? I didn't because I wasn't looking oh. for the wrap up that you were. Uh, yes. So I was waiting for the big wrap up. Well, big, I did like, see how they're all they're credited twice in the credits. Did you see okay, that? Good. Okay, yeah. Great. Yeah. I thought that was fun. But also, like, I'm amazed that they just showed scenes that we saw before and not bloopers, man. This is the time oh, to show bloopers yeah. in your movie. 
And I kept waiting for, I was like, oh, this has to be bloopers. Nope, just things we saw. You really held on for these little, for the, I I really did. I I am a person who does not watch superhero Marvel movies and stuff. And I know at the end of credits, there are stingers or whatever. Oh, right. Um, I don't know. I'm sorry. A movie ends. I turn it off. I don't watch credits. But for this, I really you were looking for more. You're like, I need to know more about these sisters. What happened? All right, at least show me all these funny women. What were their bloopers? And you didn't get there. Yeah. So those would be your big flaws, (sighs) besides the fashion and them wearing dresses and heels too much. It would also be not the fashion. Not the fashion. Listen, the fashion was fun. I just think restrictive costuming, less restrictive costuming at times would have been. a pleasure. Put him in sweats and let him run around. Right. There we go. Let's just run it out, girls. <laughs> uh, I I really I. But what'd you think? Kind of super enjoyed this yes, movie. Yeah, good. I, yeah, good. Yeah, I. This is something where I was like, man, if I'd seen this as a kid, I would have really found it funny. Yeah, it is. Um, and it's one of those rare movies on this show that I saw and I went. This is just on Disney Plus. I'm going to tell my kids to watch this thing. I think they'll really I like it. I think they will too. Yeah, it's a yeah, fun one. Good, yeah. good, yay. I wasn't sure cuz I know you had said that you're you don't seem to be the biggest Bette Mittler fan. I think you actually said that in a in a yeah, one I don't, of our episode. I don't think I am. But maybe this changed you. Singing Bette Midler. And she sang, she yodels and sings some she in did. here. She showed yeah. off that talent. But yeah, she's I I'm I like a Bette Mittler. I enjoy her. Okay. Um, yeah, it's not it's not like I don't like her. I just have no connection to yeah, her. Understood. But I do like Lily Tomlin. Yeah. And like I said, the real Fred Ward, the real hero of this movie That's, was yeah. charming as anything to watch. So yeah, this was this was a lot of fun and I'm glad I'm glad I finally saw it. Good. I'm glad I did not die without seeing it. Good. <laughs> And we get played out with Steve Winwood's Higher Love. Oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, true. I remember that song. <laughs> For some reason, it, I don't know. Aren't there songs about twins or something you can play <laughs> or something? I don't know. It was popular at the time, I guess. Oh, man. All right. Do you have a recommendation? Is there anything that you thought of with this movie? I, I'm mentioning Bette Midler. I'm a Bette Midler she was the best I could do, I guess, under... Because mm-hmm. I, I was pleasantly surprised when we watched after finishing this. I said... I watched it with Barrett, who was like, I'm not going to watch this whole movie. I'll probably fade out. I mean, it's a movie about twins. And, and, and he was enthralled. He couldn't put his... He couldn't open his computer once. He was like, this movie is so great. He was like you. He was like, why have I not ever seen this? I'm so I was so proud to... Now, even prouder to get to share it. Have you see it and... Birthday yeah. wishes do come true, right? So I took a minute for me to say, well, what what would be my recommendation? My recommendation is everybody should see Big Business. But um, <laughs> Bette Miller had another movie in the 90s that I really liked. It's a little sappy for our taste, but mm-hmm. I remember really liking it. And then I looked up the preview and I was like, oh, this movie was really good. It was called Stella. And it's this really sweet movie about Bette Miller plays this like... Uh, She's a she's a barmaid or and she's a rough and tough single mom uh-huh. and she's got a daughter and the she's got a she has a kid with the dad from Seventh Heaven and um, oh that pedophile yes yeah 
<laughs> and she decides to raise her on his her own. But at a certain mm-hmm. point, she realizes he comes back and he wants to be in the kid's life. And he's a doctor and he's got more money. So at a certain point, the girl gets older. I forget who the actress is that plays her daughter. You would know her, too. Um, she decides that she should go live with the dad. And it's this whole thing. And, and John Goodman's in it. And he plays kind of Bette Midler's best friend. It's it's sweet wow. and sad. Okay. It's se- more of a serious movie, but it's it's. I loved it as it huh. isn't. And okay. again, I think I watched that with my. I remember watching it with my mom. So Bette Midler, Aww, my mom. That's so sweet. that's so yeah. sweet. Like that's so nice to be like you know who your mom's like actor. I is. bet she's probably <laughs> like, like I don't like Bette Midler at all, and I just watched these movies because they didn't have cursing in them, yes, and I wanted to watch like, something. Jamie, I've never yeah. listened to your podcast before, but I did listen to the latest episode, and I do not like how I was represented. Yeah. I hate Bette Midler. <laughs> Are you telling people these things? I told you, your memory's messed up. I told you to stop watching big business in this house. Don't you remember? I threw the tape in the fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. And what is um, what is your recommendation? I'm sure it's not recommend- a Bette Midler movie, but maybe. No, it's 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 not. Um, my recommendation, and I'm, I'm like scooping this out of my like 20 year old brain. I'm going back to me as a 20 year old and thinking that this movie is really good. I'm hoping it still is, but I haven't seen it in a very long okay, time. Okay, scoop away. Did you ever see? Yeah. Did you ever see House of Yes? Ah. I Parker Posey. Say, yes, yes, uh, yes. Freddie Prince Jr. Yes, certainly Tory did. Tori Spelling. Yeah. And the reason I'm saying this is because Freddie Prince Jr. and Parker Posey are twins oh, right, in this movie. Right. And Freddie Prince brings his uh, girlfriend, um, uh, I just said her name, right? Tori Spelling, uh-huh. back home to meet his sister, who was recently released from a psychiatric hospital yes. and she has a weird obsession with uh, Jackie Kennedy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of like I don't want to give too much away but it's a it's a stage play made into a movie and it feels very stage play in that it's you know limited cast of characters limited setting stuff like that um, it's uh, let's say incestuous in a way <laughs> this movie isn't even close to. Um, but I remember really, really liking it and thinking that it was super great as like, again, a 20 year old Doug being like, this movie's amazing. Well, Parker Posey was a, yeah. I, I'm surprised I don't hear anything about it now. Like I, I haven't heard about this movie in 15, 20 years. So I'm still hoping it's good. And if you can find it, uh, check it out. I remember Let really liking that movie. Yeah. Excellent. Awesome. All right. Good recommendations. Hey, All right. So everybody, our next movie, Jamie, mm-hmm. I understand that your birthday's in February, and perhaps that should be a month-long celebration, <laughs> but you know what else is a celebration in February is Black History That's Month. correct. We don't do a whole lot of movies that are um, predominantly black cast, and uh, the past few years we've used this as an opportunity to do that. Yeah. So we're going to talk about a movie that kind of fits in the, I think, the world of Breakin' and Breakin' 2. I don't know if this is a sequel or related at all. It's a movie called Crush Groove. Yo! About rappers 
the music industry. And now that I'm describing this, I think I'm thinking of the movie Rappin', <laughs> not Crush Groove. But we're going to talk about Crush Groove. Bring it. Not Rappin'. All right. Even though they both sound great. Sure. We're have to put Rappin' on our short list. <laughs> All right. But we are going to talk about Crush Groove then. So get ready. Um, the only thing I will say is I did not look around for this movie. Oh, Hopefully with these, you got to you, you got to look around before know, making I, the announcement. I Bro. know. I always Bro. I always look in advance. Here's what I'll say: next time we're doing breaking, so now <laughs> I can put that in just in case. Crush Groove is unable to be found. perfect. Way to save your ass. Good well. We're good work. All right, everybody, we will see you. Did you think we would talk for two hours about big business? Because I did not. I knew it. I'm so glad it won you yeah. over. It's a good yeah, movie. It's, it's double. If it was just a movie with the two of them, it would have been like an hour Just long an hour, episode. yeah. But we had a lot you of bet and a lot of Lily yeah. to cover. Yeah. Right. All right, everybody, until we talk to you again in two weeks, have a great two weeks. Bye, y'all. Finally, when I got into my 20s and I watched the old, old movie with Cary Grant and Katherine Hepburn bringing up Baby, I was like, wait, this is just like, who's that girl? <laughs>